Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Website is mwcconnection.com. You can check us out for the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn, YouTube as well from time to time. And this edition of the Daily Hike, we got a little bit of news going on um, as we're in the uh, off season. So the, one of the bigger pieces of news, um, by the time you hear this, it might already be up, but Boise State's getting new uniforms on Tuesday. Uh not sure what to expect. They're just teasing it. They announced it at uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you hear this in the morning or even if you're lucky enough to uh, sneak this in on Monday night, you'll kind of hear about what's going on. I don't know what to expect. They've had some pretty good uniforms. They've gone Stormtrooper. They've gone the giant Bronco on the side of the head. They've gone all blue, all gray. One thing maybe would be interesting, an orange helmet perhaps or orange. I don't think they've gone too many times with a, a bright orange, orange crush type look. That would be pretty cool maybe. It's uh, it, hopefully it's not a design where like University of Utah recently redid the uniforms. The biggest change was getting rid of the mountain logo on their sleeve. Everything is just a straight line or little bars on the shoulders and sleeves. Hoping Boise State does something a little bit better than that. But I would love to see an orange crush jersey. They've had the orange helmet before. Maybe go all orange pumpkin look. I don't know. That would be something that'd be it'd be at least different. And there's no word if this is going to be an alternate uniform or a full-time uniform, but they're just having a uh, release a new set of uniforms. So maybe it's just a refresh, but if they're pimping this out a day before, they better have expectations uh, seem pretty high at this point for what they're doing if by releasing uniforms. A couple of other news and notes we'll get through here on the Daily Hike. 
some NFL news in here. Derek Carr trying to get a contract with the Raiders. A couple NBA draft news and notes at Eric Musselman talk about uh, Cam Oliver out in South Dakota. But the big news, you can read those links or listen to them as well. One's an interview over from South Dakota. But one interesting note, uh, NFL draft is never ending, especially Josh Allen. You had a Daniel Jeremiah from NFL.com move the sticks on Twitter. His podcast calls uh, Josh Allen more talented than Patrick Mahomes, recently draft pick by the Chiefs who moved up to get him in the draft out of Texas Tech, which that's not too far-fetched because there's people saying Allen could have been number one overall this year, a top 10 pick. But one of the interesting things, Jeremiah goes on to compare the quarterbacks and mentions Joe Flacco as a comparison to Josh Allen. Uh, and actually more athletic, which makes sense. If you ever watch the NFL that often, I'm not sure how many of you guys do, or even watch Baltimore Flacco. You know they've gone to the Super Bowl before. But Allen is more of an athlete. He rolls out. You see him try to run the ball. He moves sometimes a bit too aggressive running the ball on the ground, but he has legs and wheels to move out. But if you're getting compared to a Pro Bowl quarterback, and now he can make the jokes about, is Josh Allen elite? Because that will never end for what all the Joe Flacco's mentioned saying. Is Joe Flacco an elite quarterback? Well... Maybe we could transfer that to Josh Allen. It's it's a good read. You should listen to the podcast from there as well because he goes through podcast and also an article on NFL.com. But, heck, if he's getting those type of comparisons, the hype is huge, of course. But we'll see. Got to play the games, man. Because like I mentioned, who knows, a few months ago, in one of the podcasts or written article, I forget what it was, but years ago, Ryan Lindley, former master quarterback in the super-duper early mock drafts, first-round pick. And that being a fifth-round pick to the Cardinals, bounced around in the NFL for a couple of years, not really uh, standing out or entrenching himself in too much playing time. So got to play the games to see how good you are and where you get drafted. But the hype keeps going for Josh Allen. And some other news and notes, the Remington, a watchword list is out. And we'll have a lot of these articles up as well, or at least one going over these uh, award lists, starting with the Remington. You'll have the Doak Walker, Johnny Unitas, Blitnikoff, every outland, a ton of awards out there. But to be honest, the Remington, it's not really anything amazing (laughs) just because, yeah, you're good center, but there's one player on a team that plays center. And the list is extremely long, and you have multiple Mountain West guys, which we're not downplaying the word too much, but it's kind of, well, they just nominate too many too many people. You'll have Aaron Mitchell from Fresno. You'll have the Hawaii center, Astui Eli. You'll have pretty much everybody in the Mountain West, uh, Blaze Fountain out of uh, New Mexico. You have all these guys. I think all oh, the whole Mountain West got nominated. I just think scrolling through is a bit too many on the list, but it's it's still an honor. Not as many, many as I thought, but you have a lot of players on this watch list, and it's just... You got the exit to get the Rams center, Jake Bennett. You have a couple of guys from Mountain West, most of them. Keanu Taylor from San Jose State, uh, Mason Hampton from Boise State. It's it's great to be on there. You got Sean Krebs from Nevada. Pretty much, I think I'm going through the list. You have every person on here from the Mountain West, or at least half the league. No Utah State on here. It looks like no uh, Wyoming either. I guess losing Rulier is a big deal, so their backup wouldn't get on this list. But it's kind of the word when you had NCAA football around where, hey, you have some intern go look at the highest rated guys coming back and you take the top 40. So it's uh it's congrats. Congrats. If you got on the list, it's not a bad thing. It's just kind of Remy. Okay. Honestly, the Remington's not that excited of, of an award. So we'll just go with that and say, that's the reason why, but award seasons here, you'll see all these awards. Like I said, Blitnikoff, uh, Doak Walker, 
all these award lists out there. And uh, one other interesting note, um, uh, with the offseason here, you got Bleacher Report and every website like us looking for offseason off content. Uh, they go through some players who could be poised to make a comeback. One player on their, on their list is uh, Boise State tight end Jake Rowe. A lot of people, including myself, thought he'd be one of the better players on their team last year. But he didn't really get the get the ball too much or do a ton offensively. He he had 33 catches in 2015, but he only he didn't do all that much last year. Um, with Holden Huff gone, that'll give him some extra uh, passes his way. And also, they lose a Thomas Spurback as a wide receiver, so that could lead a few more passes to Jake Rowe. Um, his final game last year, he did have six passes, six receptions, I should say, for 54 yards in the uh, bowl game loss to, to Baylor. But with Rippon another year in the offense, same offensive coordinator, uh, losing a couple of uh, other talented players around him and receiving, there should be some more chances for him to uh, get the ball in the Mountain West. And he potentially could be one of the better tight ends because Wyoming lost their senior tight end, Jacob Hollister. He's out of there. Uh, White Houston, Utah State. Um, best tight end could be David Wells, at least on production-wise, from San Diego State. He also got, uh, who else is on this list here from last year? Uh, Hawaii, Mete Lusa Unga is a junior. He caught about a dozen or so passes. So there's room for him to be one of the better tight ends, but also to be one of the best receivers on this team because of who Boise State lost and who they're returning. And that's about all we got today. There is one interesting piece of news in here. It's, we've attempted to follow what's going down with Soccer City, San Diego State, Qualcomm, um, with AD at San Diego, Mission Valley. There's a million things going on. We tried to do our best. We had a piece up about a week ago. But if you ever listen to uh, Mighty 1090 out in San Diego or go read their stuff, check them out. They're doing a good job. Check out every, Read everything on there. You'll see stuff from Union Tribune, all sorts of varying opinions and facts of what should be done or not done. It's just leading to a point where all this last-minute confusion, Aztecs could have a – issue finding a home they probably will be fine end of the day they'll probably have a place to play won't be an issue over anything but they have a short-term lease in petco if it comes to that but qualcomm is going to be gone pretty soon in 2018 so i recommend we put something in, in the notes here from 1090 but check everything out um any website out there especially san diego stuff to see what's going on and try to get a handle on it because there's a lot of info out there some people are saying this is true some people are saying this is not true on certain topics but just go out and take a listen for yourself and do some research because that's what we're doing. It's a bit of interesting uh, what's going on out there in San Diego for their uh, future football home. You had Marshall Falk saying, hey, on-campus stadium is great. That would be nice, Marshall, but there's no room on the Aztec campus to do that, at least how it's currently stated. Even if they expand their campus area, there's not much room to do so. There's still an issue. But that's all we have for today for our latest daily hike edition of our podcast. Check us out, mwcconnection.com. Again, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio. Tune in. Tell a friend. We want people to listen to the show. Tell two buddies. If you share the show on Facebook or Twitter, we'll give you a shout-out or something. If that's some sort of beneficial to you, too. Hey, they said my name. That's cool. And if you want to help us out as well, check out our show notes. We have a couple of sponsors on the show. Uh, you have texture.com if you want to read some magazines. It's basically like Netflix for magazines out there. You can get a free 14-day trial. You can download them, take them on the plane, subway, stuff like Entertainment Weekly, Variety, and New Yorker, ESPN, SI, all sorts of magazines out there. Check that out. It'll help us out a ton as well. Just keep it for a week and cancel. We don't care. You get two, two, or two full weeks. Do what you want. But that would help us out as well if you would maybe just uh, – consider doing that but most importantly thank you for listening to the show 
And we'll be back next time where, of course, we're going to be biased against your team.